Hello and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Michael Collier and it is my joy to share uh, in our series titled How to Encounter God as we look through the promises of the new covenant. Today, I want to ask whether we need to observe the Sabbath. It's one of the Ten Commandments. and We often think, oh, we should observe the Sabbath, but it's also one of 613 laws and we don't really observe all of them about sort of what to do with mold and which insects we can and cannot eat. But the seventh day or the idea of the Sabbath comes right from Genesis 1 and 2, where God creates the heavens and the earth in six days and he rests on the seventh day and he blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Then he places humans in the garden and to dwell with them. And there's these two words in the Hebrew scriptures. There's the Shabbat, which is the Sabbath day of rest. And then there's Nuach, which is this idea of dwelling and resting together. And so we see throughout the Bible and we know in our lives, we're constantly looking for this rest that was evident in Eden. But just as Adam and Eve did and all humanity followed, we we sort of disobey and try to wrestle it for ourselves. And we find ourselves sort of enslaved to this endless striving in a wilderness of sorts. But God intervenes and he takes the people of Israel and even in their wilderness, he invites them to taste part of this perfect rest. He says every seven days, rest, take a Sabbath day, make it holy. They had seven annual festivals and every seven years there was an opportunity for the land to rest. And every seven times, seven years, we had the year of Jubilee, the proclaiming of freedom for the captives and restoration of that which was lost. So this idea of seven and rest and completion for us to, uh, is quite a a big theme for us to enjoy God's presence and, and remember that he is our provider and the one who sets us free. It's to enjoy one another and the fullness of God's creation. But even with access to this, the Israelites rebel and they don't get to fully experience this. Um, And so they are again cast into a wilderness of striving for this. But their prophets, the prophets in the Bible, continuously pointed forward to this rest coming one day. And so when we meet Jesus He launches his public ministry on the Sabbath. And he quotes from the prophet Isaiah in chapter 61, saying that he has come to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from prison for the slaves. And to declare the year of the Lord's favor. And so it was the ultimate jubilee that Jesus said that he has come to initiate the freedom from captivity and an opportunity for rest. So Jesus said that seventh day rest would ultimately come through him. He said he was Lord of the Sabbath. And what Jesus did, his actions, was a restoration of the disorder and chaos caused by sickness and sin as he brought healing and life. Even in Jesus' death, his body rested in the tomb on the Sabbath and rose on the first day of a new week. And so Jesus' resurrection was the first day of a new creation. And because of the resurrection, we have hope of God's promise of future rest, which we look forward to.
But we're not there yet. We're still in a wilderness of sorts where we experience struggle and pain. But as we await that ultimate rest, Jesus invites us to experience a taste of that rest now by following him. Or in his words in Matthew 11 verse 28, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Jesus is inviting us to come to him to find that ultimate rest. When God gave the law of the Sabbath to Israel, he gave two reasons for it. In Exodus chapter 20, he said, for I created the heavens and the earth in six days, and on the seventh day rested, so observe the Sabbath. This idea that God is our provider and the creator of all things. So we should rest in him and, in, and he invites us to trust in him. But then in Deuteronomy chapter 5, when he gives the, when Moses reiterates the commandments, Moses says, or God says, remember, it was I, the Lord, who brought you out of slavery in Egypt. And Jesus also came to proclaim freedom from slavery. And so there's this dual purpose that Jesus fulfills when he invites us to rest in him. He invites us to trust in God as our father and our provider, but also to trust in Jesus as the one who sets us free from the burden of sin and from our struggle and our pain. He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come to me and you will find rest. So Sabbath is not a commandment we are bound to. It is a promise we're invited to. It's a promise that Jesus will give us rest for our souls. And invi he invites us to trust in him for it. Secondly, Sabbath rest is an invitation to practice for an eternity in God's presence. It's that invitation, as Jesus taught us to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's the Eden restored. Pastor George has preached about the Eden series so often. It's an invitation for God to come dwell. Remember I spoke about Shabbat and Noach, this idea of God dwelling and resting with us and our resting with God in his presence. And thirdly, the Sabbath is a practice. Um, it's to practice a purposeful pause in order to make space for God to take up residence in our lives. It's to just put aside all the clutter, turn off the notifications and to practice a pause that allows God's presence to fill every area of our lives. We Shabbat, we pause in order to in order to dwell in God's presence. So Jesus invites us to come to him, to place our trust in God and to find rest in him. We can chase our tails all our lives and never find true rest. Or we can come to Jesus, rest in him. And from a place of rest, Go out into our lives as representatives of a new creation in Christ. So as we go about our days and our weeks, let us seek to accept Jesus' invitation to come to him, to find rest for our souls, to make room in our lives for the presence of God the Father in his son Jesus, to dwell in and with us. I hope that this encouraged you today. Let us close in prayer. Father, we thank you that in Jesus, you have given us ultimate rest for ourselves. The ultimate year of Jubilee, the year of the Lord's favor, is now here 
in Jesus, the one who provides our every need and who gives us freedom from any captivity that we have found ourselves in. Thank you, Jesus, for this invitation to come to you. I pray that we would find or have the wisdom that is found in your scriptures to make space, to pause, to allow your presence to fill every area of our lives, bringing us that peace which surpasses all understanding, that we would have our hope and trust in you and you alone as our provider and as our rest. And we ask this in Jesus' wonderful, perfect and precious name. Amen.